Hey, this is Bradley Weber. I'm the pastor of Release City Church, and this is our podcast. I'm super excited that you tuned in, and I really hope today's message encourages you, gives you a sense of hope, and inspires you to pursue all that God has created you to be. Now, let's jump right in to today's message. If you brought your Bibles this morning, let's go to the book of 2 Chronicles. 2 Chronicles. Before I get started, I want to welcome those that are tuned in through Facebook Live. We're back <laughs> through Facebook Live. Many have asked what, what's happened, and we, uh, Facebook has put some restrictions because we use studio musicians for our worship, uh, and there are some legalities there, so we're having to pick up live feed once the message starts, so that's putting a little, um, we're going to work through that, how, who, who does that, because that puts a little strain on Pastor B a little bit to make that happen, but we're, we're excited that you're here, we're excited that those that are listening uh, to podcasts uh, at a later date. Um, let me say this real quick about Easter, while you're still turning there, because I know some of y'all are like, Second Chronicles, let me go to the index, where's this at? It's in the Old Testament, I'll just go ahead and give you that, um, that's your pointer. Um, Easter, man, I'm telling you what, this is one of the things that God put on us, uh, a mission that he gave us to love. We, know, we understand that the e- Easter is not about the eggs, but we understand that the egg is a tool that we can use to draw people from the community out so we can love on them with no strings attached. Amen? And so um, let me say this. If you have ordered eggs from SunnyBunnyEasterEgg.com, and I understand that they are, have been back-ordered. If yours is still on back-order, I was told this morning that you can work with them. Is that correct, Dane? To not sure yet? Everything's out of stock. It's probably y'all's fault. <laughs> they, they weren't ready. Um, so... Uh, There's other sites. We choose to use that particular site because um, of the workers uh, that they they use for that. It's a a ministry, and it's a blessing to them. So there's other options that you can do. You can do toy-filled eggs, candy-filled eggs, or you can go to Walmart and get some plastic eggs and stuff those. We want to make sure that we have plenty for the kids. Because I'm telling you, we normally do 40,000 eggs, and within less than five minutes, it's like a vacuum. And all the eggs are gone. Everybody's standing around going, I need more. I'm like, you got five buckets in your hands right there. What, how many more eggs you need? We're keeping the dentist in town on, uh, in business. Amen. But let me tell you, that, that is a, that, that's a ministry um, that we get. And we've caught flack for it. They're like, that. people have said, you know, that's, that's really not um, how God does ministry. And I'm saying, that's cool. Uh, sorry you feel that way. But um, we want to love on the community with no strings attached. Because they, the way they see church is, oh, we're coming, but there's probably something in it for them. They, let's put this in your hand. No, there's absolutely nothing. We want to love on your babies. And we want to love on moms and daddies and grandmas and grandmas. And that's what we're doing. Amen. Amen, amen. Are you there yet? Commercial over. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Um, I'll just go ahead and start reading. It says this. It happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them. Everybody say with them. With them, let's make sure you're with me. That's why I had you read that. And others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. So King Jehoshaphat is the king of Israel. And he, uh, he's finding out that there is a group, several groups that are coming uh, to attack them. And let's keep reading. It says, and then some came and told Jehosh- Jehoshaphat, saying, a great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea from Syria. Verse 3, this is, this is where I want you to really lean in. This is kind of where we're going to pull from these next two weeks. This is going to be a two-part series, okay? So lean in. It's going to be really good today. 
Verse 3, and Jehoshaphat feared. Everybody say feared. Maybe you want to underline that in your Bible. Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord. How many knows that when you're going through a tough time, it's a good thing to go to the Lord? It didn't say that, that they came together and asked help from all their Facebook friends. <clears throat> It didn't say that they showed up at, at the barn stables where they were going to take care of the cattle and the camels, and they talked about it with all their friends and asked them for some help. No, 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 no. What did it say? It said that they all came together to seek help from who? The Lord. There's something back there. I'm going to need that, if you don't mind, water or the, or the cup. The cup would probably be better, Grace. Thank you so much. So they, they, they asked help from the Lord, and from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. That's why we came here today, church, to seek the Lord. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said these words. If some of you don't, you're like, man, I, when I get in trouble, I know I'm supposed to go to the Lord, but what am I supposed to say? You don't have a problem posting it on Facebook. You don't have a problem calling Pastor B. Nothing wrong with that. But what I'm, what I'm trying to tell you, it's the same communication line. You can call me anytime. That's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we look at prayer like it's some cosmic, dear Heavenly Father. Man, I don't talk to Amy that way. Dear, beautiful Amy. No, nah, babe, this is what's going on today. No, nah, don't call God babe. But you, God, this is what's happening. I need you. Help. If you can't say nothing else, help. He said, oh, Lord, God of our fathers, this is his prayer. Are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand, is there not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? So that's powerful. I'm going to read that again. Oh, Lord, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? I said it last week. He's either God or he's not. He's either in control or he's not. You got to settle that in your mind. Because if one day you think he's in control because everything on your street is lovely and the next day things go downhill, you think God fell off his rocker. That's, you've got a jaded concept and perception of Jesus, of God. God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand, is there not not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you. Now, I've preached this, this story before and I've heard messages of it before, but, and this is a very popular part of this story, but the most popular part comes after what we've read. And if you continue reading, which I encourage you to do in your, in your, uh, in your, in your prayer time this week, you'll see that they seek the Lord and that they, they pray and they fast and, and then, then the prophet speaks. And this is what the prophet says. This is, this is how you're going to fight your battles. This is how I fight my battles. That's why we spend 25 minutes in worship, to cut through all the crap. Sorry, not really. Sorry, not sorry. And all the chaos that you've, that's been distracting you this week. So that you can cut through. So that then the word of God can be deposited into your heart and your spirit. Because the worship isn't for you, it's for him. But the word of God is for you. But you can't receive it if your heart's not ready. You can't, where are all my farmers at? Y'all can't go out. Y'all remember seeds? 
Y'all remember seeds? I told y'all a couple weeks ago after the week after I did that message with the seeds and the John Deere tractor. So sorry you missed it. It was epic. <laughs> but I, I was doing my, some reading and studying there in the bed and, and in my nightstand, I, I had laid my Bible down the next day. You know what fell out? Seed, grass seed. And I'm leaving it there. So whenever y'all dust, leave that there, okay? That's not toenails. It looks deceiving because it's white. I get blamed for that all the time, just keeping it real. Anyway, it's seed. I can't take seed on hard soil and throw it out there and expect the harvest of anything. You got to plow the ground. Some of y'all need to plow the ground before you get in here and start breaking up that, that hardness inside of you, that hurt that you've, you've gotten. I mean, you're coming in here saying, God, change me, but what are you doing to prepare for the change? Eee, I'm going to talk about that here in just a minute. This is, what, this is what the prophet said. He said, put down your swords. This is later in the story. Put down your swords. Put down your bow and arrow and go in praising with trumpets. Now, that's totally different than what we see today. We go in with guns blazing. We go in with our fingers to the keyboard. You hurt me, I'm hurting you. This is how I feel about you and your family. Awfully quiet in this church. Now that preach is really good. Let's send the worshipers out. That's real churchy. And it sounds really good, but there's two important keys that we overlook that led to the prophetic word. Everybody say led to the prophetic word. See, there's two keys. It's important that you get this. Listen, it was, what, what led to, that, to the prophetic word? It was, write this down, it was their decision and response immediately, right when it happened, right when he found out. It was their decision and response that led to the prophetic word. <clears throat> Sorry. We love a prophetic word. God, I need to hear from you today. Amen? We, we love that. Remember what I just said, though. I'm, I'm seeing how God's tying all this together. We come in and say, okay, God, speak. He can't put a word in you that's going to change you if you haven't tilled the ground, if you haven't prepared yourself, because it's, it's just going to fall on ground, and the first storm comes by, that seed that's been deposited on you, not in you, because it can't get there, because your, your heart's too hard. The first storm's going to come and blow it away. Come on, give it to me, Miss Pearl. Yes, ma'am. I take that encouragement. See, because what you don't understand is when you pour out, you need somebody to fill you back up. Amen. I'm talking to my leaders in Release City. I'm talking to those who serve in the volunteer. We love that you're serving, but make sure you don't, you're, not only come, you're not only coming to church on days you serve. You need to come in and get filled up. Amen. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Boy, he's taking me way back to some stuff that I would hear dad sing through the house all the time when I was growing up. I'd be in the bed trying to get sleep on the weekends. Dad's out there with Hosanna music. I'm like, Hosanna, but can you please turn it down? But see, what you see that's happening is when you get in the midst of it and when you're open to what God wants, all that seed that got planted in is starting to come out. That's why the Bible says train up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they grow old, they won't depart from it. It's a seed. It's a seed. To see, we love a good prophetic word, but it's our response to chaos and confusion and COVID. Amen. It's our response that sets up the prophetic word. It's our response that sets up the miracle. 
And last week we focused on worry. And I, I got to be honest, I really wasn't sure that, that, that many people would really connect with the message. And I knew what God was doing in Jason's life and, and, and the change and, and all of that. And I'm telling you, him being here was huge. It was huge for him to share that story. Because I'm telling you, the, the day that I walked in, early on a Sunday morning, I walked into his living room and he was just on the floor of their living room in the fetal position, a mess. That's what worry and fear and anxiety will do to you. It will cripple you. And I really wasn't sure. And, and, and throughout the week in the community and those that listen to my podcast, we, we, got a, we, we heard, hey, that message was for me, Pastor B. Tell Pastor B that message was for, if nobody, it was for me. I needed that. So I felt really spurred by the Holy Spirit this week to continue a little bit on biblical truths of worry and fear. And I've titled today's two-part series simply this, Fearless Faith. My response to fear. And I titled it My Response because when you're taking notes, and I know that you are, you can go back to this anytime you're in fear and you can go, this is my response to fear. This should be my response to fear. What is fear? Fear is having an expectation of danger. That's, that's fear in a nutshell. The emotion of fear is a core part of the human experience. This is going to rock some of you because it rocked me as I started studying this. It, it's, fear is an emotion, and it's a part of our everyday life. It's a part of culture. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, just turn on the news. What are they trying to do? Get you to worry, get you to fear, get you to be anxious, get you to doubt. Why? Because it's a control factor. <laughs> Somebody say, oh, you, 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 you're getting political. No, 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 no. Something, I, something I've not done in the two years that, thank you, in the two years that I've stepped into this role, something that I've not done is bring what's happening out there in here. That's not my agenda. Because what I believe is you're getting hit with it nonstop for the, for the hour and a half that you have in here. I want to make sure that you get a relief. I want you to be encouraged so that when you go back out there, instead of that thing smacking you, you smack back. Every time that news channel comes on, you say no. Every time they have false stuff, you say not today, devil. Oh, but you talk about my news anchor. They can be used of the devil too. Just because you don't see the, the, everybody thinks the devil's got two horns and a pitchfork and a tail. That's not how the Bible describes him. He, is, he, is, he was beautiful in all everything. So he comes. As an angel of light, he comes in disguise, and, and even church people can be used as a tool of the enemy. There's four responses to fear. I want you to write these down. There's four, th this isn't me. This, is, this was, this was um, me getting educated. Some of you probably already know this. There's four proven responses to fear. Fight, flight, freeze. Now, this one caught me off guard. Fawning or fawn. And when, I, when you, we get at this, you're going to see this. So fight, y'all know what that is. It's when our brain is trying to ward off danger by defeating it. That's, that's what fight means. Flight, this one's more natural to us. <laughs> flight is, I'm getting the heck out of here. Come on, somebody, where's all my runners at? Am I talking about because you're trying to do well in health? I'm talking about you trying to get away from danger, right? Flight is when our brain doesn't feel that it could be successful in fighting off the danger, so it decides to escape what's triggering that, that response, Freeze is when our brain tells us to be very still 
and quiet until danger passes. Y'all ever played, y'all ever played um, uh, hide and go seek? And you're behind that bush, and the person who's it keeps walking by, and you're like, don't breathe, don't breathe, don't breathe, right? It's called freeze. And how many times we do that with the devil? Freeze. He don't know. He's never going to know. How would he know? Freeze. This one, fawning, is a response where the brain decides to try and please Whoever is triggering the fear to prevent them from causing harm. That's why people have a hard time escaping abusive relationships. They're fawning. The person's getting, I don't know what, what it could be. I, I, I don't want to put, I don't want to, ah. it could be anything, some kind of abuse. And, they, and what do they do? They they're just, just. To try to, to try to, to try to make sure that no, no, no more harm comes to me. Fawning. When we become afraid that there's something within us that wants to draw us back, to draw back, just to draw back, it's what fear wants to do. When, when fear comes at us, there's something inside of us that wants to draw back. That's why people, when they get church hurt, when they get hurt in church, they draw back. Let me tell you something. There is nothing worse. My brother, that dad used to bring here all the time. Can't think of his name. Out in Oklahoma somewhere. He told me one, and I had never met him before. We, we didn't even move here yet. I was just showed up at a service because uh, we came down to visit. And he said, church hurt, sheep bite is the worst hurt there is. Sheep bite. That's, that's when another person in church talks, hurts you. And what happens is then we get fearful of church. It's what the enemy wants to keep you out of the church. That's why I heard her say it from today. That's why when you come, we want this to be home. There's something about our house. I can be out in the community and I can hear people talking, talking and, and, and calling and saying stuff about our sign being da 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 I got flesh. It hurts sometimes. I want to do something too. But when I go home, that's my safe zone. When you come in here, this is a safe place. You come just like you are. Sometimes the pastor wears jeans with holes in it. It's not because I can't afford to do better. I just like them. Sometimes the pastor shows up on a John Deere tractor. That's okay. Sometimes the pastor might even wear a suit on Easter. I don't know. I'd blow y'all away if I did. <laughs> Easter's two weeks away. Y'all get ready. But, but that's what it is. Listen, listen, listen. Fear is a part of our everyday life. Second Timothy chapter one says this, for God has not given us a spirit of fear. You already know this verse, but he's given us a power and love and a sound mind. First John 4, 18 tells us that perfect love, perfect love. There's only one perfect love. That's God's love for you. That's perfect love. Everything else, no matter how much you love your spouse, it's still based on conditions. Sorry. I don't care who you are. I'll, maybe you've been married one day, just one day, and you, you, you just ain't been there yet. But I'm telling you, the only person who loves you and will never let you down is God. No, but he did hurt me. That's because your expectations weren't his plan for your life. We put, on, we, we put expectations on God that, that he, never, he, he never promised because it's not his plan. Okay, let me keep going. Are y'all good? You with me? Everybody feeling right? 
It's tight, but it's right. I know. So God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's not given us a spirit uh, that, that, of timidity or to make us timid or, or, or a spirit that causes us to draw back or run away. I bless God, I want to run to the fight. When I see your house on fire, and I'm talking about, I'm not talking about literally, I'm talking about uh, uh, when, you, when your life is a mess, and it's, guess who, I'm running to the, I'm running to the fight. I'm running to the fire. Amen. I'll call you, I'll text you till you get so mad. Pastor B, stop. No, God, and if God said call, I'm calling. It's out of love. It is not out of, it's not out of any condemnation. I ain't never seen somebody's house on fire and the fire firemen show up and they're like, no, 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 just let it burn. (laughs) Our natural response when we're afraid is to run. But here's what I want you to understand. This is what I want you to understand. In life, you and I, we're going to experience circumstances and situations that are going to cause us to fear. Now, you've been told... Even my church is that if you have fear, there's something wrong with your faith. And I've even said, and it's it's true, faith and fear are not separate. Fear is just faith in the wrong thing. Okay? So how, how do I know? How do I know that, that we're going we're gonna to experience it's part of life? Listen, because we live in a culture of panic, worry, and fear. Jesus even prophesied it in Luke 21, 26, and he said, in the last days, I don't think I got to tell you, church, we are in the last days. I don't know how many more days are left, but I'm telling you, we are in the last days. And that's not popular either, but I'm just telling you like it is. It says, in the last days, men's hearts would begin, hearts would begin to fail them from what? Fear and expectation of things to come. Amen. So God, even Jesus said it. So what do we do with fear? What should my response to fear be? That's what we're talking about. Well, we know that fear is an expectation of danger. So what's faith? Faith is an expectation of God doing something good. It's important how you respond to fear. Because if you're not careful, we'll try to build what we perceived perceived as a life of safety. We won't step out and do anything for God because we're afraid we might. Let me tell you all something. I done told y'all. I ain't never built nothing. I, Adam and Sarah, three years for a house, praise the Lord. Amen. Building is not me. And I'm like, God, are you sure you chose me to, to, to lead this and do this mission? And we, we, we got 12 acres that's paid off. Amen. It's paid off. Hallelujah. I've never raised... A, done a campaign. Well, guess what? It wasn't me for me to raise anything. All I had to do was open up my mouth. Amen. And look what God did. Hallelujah. Almost $72,000 gone, paid, debt free. We needed $6,000 for the survey and for the, for the property. Pray. Done this week. Done. And there's 1000 to go towards. I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all. For the building we need, we're looking at three to four million dollars. You think I'm not, I'm not worried. I just trust you. How's he going to do it? I don't know, but he is. I know we're supposed to be there. 
I ain't got time to be fearful. I ain't got time to listen to the, the jokes of the enemy. Oh, it's an attack, but I, it's a joke to me. That's all you got? That's what you need to ask. That's all you got. He's just a jokester. But you better take him serious. But I just laugh at him. We must learn to live life in the midst of fearful circumstances. Remembering, I'm choosing not to live with a spirit of fear. When, when things happen and I get fearful, I must choose. It's what, it's what Jehoshaphat, he made a decision in the moment and then had a response. So what should my response be? What's the biblical response? In this two-part series, I'm going to give you uh, three responses. I'm only going to give you the first one today. <laughs> and the church said, thank you. <laughs> I'm only going to give you the first one. Here it is. You ready for this? When fear comes, the first response should be close the gap immediately. That, that, that show, that show um, we, used to, we, we watched, um, uh, Lost, the, uh, the, the series Lost. One guy, the one guy was trying. Was uh, it was it was the it's a, basically the show is about good and evil when you, when it gets down to it. And the good guy said, was trying to kill off the bad guy, and the good guy said, "Don't let him talk. If he talks, it's too late. If you let the the first the first the first scent of his breath." Of somebody coming at you with something you know. Just judge the character. Is what, is what they're saying, is that the character of Christ? If it's not, you shut it down. On, Just shut it down. I'm not trying to be rude, but mm-mm. not today. So, so, so when fear comes, you got to close the gap immediately. Don't give any. Don't give any. Don't even give an inch. You give an inch, he'll take a mile. You give him a foot in the door, he'll bust it wide open. Today, it's time for us to take back what's behind the door. This belongs to me. This is what God gave me. And, and shut that thing. Amen. Close the gap. Everybody shout out, close the gap. Amen. Jehoshaphat feared, and he set himself to seek the Lord. When it happened, he immediately closed the gap. Now, before I can go any further, i got to speak to your humanity. i got to speak to your human side today, okay? This, this is it right here. And I touched on it just a little bit, but I'm going to dig a little deeper. The feeling of fear... The emotion of fear is normal. Write that down. It's normal. It's a part of life. It's not sinful, and it's not wrong. It's what we do with fear that gets us in trouble. It's our response. Your response is based on a decision you make. you got to make a decision immediately. Close the gap. Shut the door. Immediately. That's what this message is all about. We're all going to experience fear. It's what you, what you do with it next. You say, okay, I am fearful, but what does God say? I hear what you're saying, but what, go to the book. What's God's word say? I, not what CNN, not what, not, not, what not, well, not what they say. What does God say? Feeling fearful, write this down. Feeling fearful isn't sinful. But it is an emotion that's reminding me that I need God. <laughs> Remember, it's what we do with fear. If we let it torment us, being fearful doesn't make you a terrible person, and it's not a sign, it's, it's a sign that I need, and it's not a sign, excuse me, that, that you need more faith. It's a reminder in my spirit telling me to go back to God. What does God say? That's what fear should do. It should drive me back. 
Not drive me away from where I'm going. Just go back to God's word and say, oh, that, that's it. Okay, I'm pressing forward. Everything you need in life is found in God's word. Amen? Amen? Listen, when you, when, when, when fear, when fear, anybody in here have fearful thoughts? Have fearful, anybody? I, I, I just got to see where, where I'm at. Listen, when, when you have a fearful thought, this is what the church has, has crammed down our throats for years. Listen, he's not saying toughen up, buttercup. He's saying, I know things look scary, but trust me. Amen, That's what he's saying. See, we, 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 we've been told for so long, he's sitting up there on his throne looking for you to, oh, you messed up? Bad, bad Christian. You messed up? Bad sheep. She, our daughters may do things that disappoint us, but I'm not looking for ways to punish them. Anzi Grace's eyes were this big. I wish y'all could see her. The same is true with our Heavenly Father. He's not up there trying to just pounce on us. Yes, I may disappoint him, but I'm still his son. I'm still his child. You may mess up this week and you may disappoint him and there may be discipline. Hello? Because the Bible says the parent who hateth his child spares the rod. I might be messing that up a little bit, but is that right? Did I say that right? I'm here to tell you, my mom and dad love me and my brother and sister. <laughs> there was no question, did they hate us? No. My backside said no. <laughs> yeah. And some of y'all discipline me. Just I know, I get it. Some of y'all be spanking me sometimes. You sure you should have said that, Pastor B? I don't know. Let me pray about it. I've said this before. You've heard me say it. Write this down. The area where fear is present the most is the area where I trust God the least. When we were on that plane and she was scared and I said, is God in control of your life? Yes. Then guess what? He's going to keep that bird in the air. You got to make up your mind. I'm not jamming on Amy. Because God spanked me for that. People, people are affected differently with fear and anxiety. I understand that. All right, let me, let me keep on going. Oh, when fear comes knocking, you know what I do? <laughs> I send faith to answer it. That's why this message is entitled Fearless Faith. One of the coolest, most encouraging things I noticed in this story and I'm going to get them to put this, this ver just verse 3 back up there. And it says this. And it says this. <laughs> and Jehoshaphat feared. Stop. Anybody see that punctuation right there? It's a comma. And it says, and Jehoshaphat feared. And he set himself to seek the Lord. Many of you are putting a period at the end of fear. This is the end. And God is putting a comma and go, make a decision and respond. When COVID hit, make a decision, respond. I'm afraid. I give up. I'm afraid. I give in. I'm afraid. That's it. Period. And God is saying, Let's finish this. So many people feel like what they've done and 
things that have happened to him is their story, period. Finish your story. I don't know who that's for today. I don't know who that's for. The period happens when I draw my last breath. Comma means, yeah, I messed up again. Done blown it again. But I'm, a, what, what I, I'm making the decision and I'm going to respond to not let that dictate who I am. Jehoshaphat does not accept that fear is the final act. So what, what, what you do with fear matters. What you do after fear matters. What you do with the devastating news matters. Jehoshaphat was afraid, but instead of running, he set himself. He set himself. Instead of running, what did he do? He got still. We bought Robin this thing at um, Kirkland's or, or, or Hobby Lobby, whatever, and it, and it, and it said... Um, uh, be still and know that I am God. I think it actually says, um, all you need to do is be still. I forget. Anyway, it's, it's, it, she put it over the, in the living room area, and it still sits there today. I will not move it because I, it's a reminder that when I come in from the day of chaos, sometimes I just need to be still. Listen, when you think it's the end, God is saying, no, this fear is actually a transitional moment that I intend to use to take you to the next level. That's what the comma is. That means he's wanting to write something else. The temptation we face is, is to stop us. The temptation of fear is to stop us. But God is saying there's actually a comma there, and I'm really actually trying to do something new in your life. Psalms 46.10 says, be still and know that I am God. The Bible said that Jehoshaphat set himself. That word set literally means to decide. So what do we do? We close the gap. In closing, I'm coming down the home stretch. You go ahead. I'm going to land this plane. Most of the time when, a, when an event happens or circumstance arise, we get fearful. And instead of closing, listen, when things happen, instead of closing the gap, we create a gap. Did you hear me? We create a gap. Well, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if I do this and then that happens? Listen, fear is an intimidation tactic that the enemy uses to stop you. Listen, the, the, that, that, that fight, uh, what, what were they? Fight, flight, freeze, fawn. The de- man, the devil does not care if you run, freeze, or fall. He just doesn't want you to move forward at all. And if he can get you to have more faith in his little story versus the story that God has for your life, he's already won. So we got to close the gap. How do we do that? With fearless faith. Fearless faith. Next Sunday is, is, is going to be Palm Sunday, the week before Jesus was crucified. He was fully God, but he was fully man. And he was fearless. He, he already knew. He's the one that said, the world is a mess, but I'll go. Send me. I'll go. And God broke off a piece of himself and sent his son to this earth to die. And in the garden, 
He said, Father, let this cup pass from me. See, see, he understands the feelings of your infirmity. He understands the feelings of fear. He understands. We're not, we're not serving a God who's just like, come on. Just come on, buttercup. Suck it up. He's been there. And he had fearless faith. On the cross, he said, I know it's not Easter yet, but I'm going there. On the cross, he said, Father, why have you forsaken me? He could have called 10,000 angels down and and yanked him off that cross and sent him back up and, and forget saving humanity. But he was fearless. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says, tells us we walk by faith and not by sight. We want to see what's next. We want to know the plan. We want, we want it to all make sense. I want to know how we're going to get 3 million, $3.5 million in the account. How are we going to pay? I want to know. I want to know. Not moving till I know. I tell you what I do know. This church is not mine. It's his. That property is not ours. It's his. Because for generation to generation after generation after we are long gone, that church will still be on that property. I'm, I'm prophesying. I'm, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. I'm, I'm just go. I'm, I'm speaking. And no matter what happens, another round of COVID or or Dovid or or anything else they can come up with that may try to wipe out. The, you can't wipe out the church. So I prophesy no matter who comes in after me and after them and after them and after them that that church will be used to glorify God and to lead people to the cross. We walk by faith, not by sight. But I want to I know what's next. I want to know the plan. How's it going to happen? Listen, that sight, that sight I want to see the numbers in the bank account. That's sight. Church, good morning. I know you're all at home, and there's just a few of us here leaders today, and we're in week one of COVID, and we're going to launch a building program. That's faith. Spirit of the Lord is here. Spirit of the Lord is here. Faith says, even though I can't see, I still believe. Faith says, I might not see what's, what he's doing. I may not know what he's doing. I may not understand what's happening to me. God, why is this happening? But I trust his heart. So this week, I'm done. This week, when fear comes knocking, you send faith to the door. 
Well, how do I, how do I get there? You go back to your notes. Well, I didn't take notes. Well, then you pop in the podcast tomorrow. Sometime after three, it'll be there and you take some notes. Close the gap. I don't know if you can tell. What, 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 what are you doing, B? I'm fighting. I'm not running. I'm not running. I'm not catching a flight. I'm not fawning the devil. Please be nice to us. We just, just let us live in peace with the 12 acres. No, 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 no. I almost took it down. I'm fighting for your family. I'm fighting for this community. And bless God, I'm not trying to fight alone. I'm trying to raise up an army that cares enough about our community. And send fear, send the fearful thoughts back to hell where they came from. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to cooperate because I wanted to say the mm with the, with the fear. But I know there's little ears in here. But sometimes you need to tell the devil, oh, you from hell? Take it back. Y'all do know the devil's not in hell today, right? If he was in hell, we wouldn't have any problems. You do know that. But the stuff he's, that he's conjuring up, you can send that to hell. God will take care of him. He's already, he's already set his date too. We just don't know when it is. Only God knows. You're fearless. 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 Fearless. Fear not. Fear less. Fearless. Fearless, 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 fearless. Are you really going to go all the way around the room? Absolutely, because I'm speaking to your spirit. I'm dropping seeds. That message is gone and that ship has sailed, but I'm dropping a seed. Fearless, fear, fearless, fearless, Jacob. Fearless, 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 fearless. Fearless, fearless, fearless. I don't know if you can feel it, but you better receive it in your spirit. Fearless, fearless, fearless. You have a responsibility. Fearless, fearless, fearless. But I don't know. Doctors don't know. Fearless, fearless faith, fearless. 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 You already know. Fearless. What's the point in fearing anyway? Fearless. 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 Conversation in the parking lot? Fearless. 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 Somebody say, he's already been to me. He's still going around the room. Yep, and I'm not stopping. What am you supposed to be doing? Praying over with the word just got put in your spirit fearless fearless you already know what's been, been causing you problems so God I receive that fearless 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 in Jesus name fearless 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 I want your eyes open I was waiting for you to come back fearless 
because if the eyes are closed the windows are closed and I can't get in fearless because the Bible says that the eye is the window to the soul and I'm trying to get this in your spirit fearless whatever he does wherever he sends you fearless <laughs> fearless 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 man of God little B getting ready to be big B fearless 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 fear less in Jesus name erase the period it doesn't end there I don't know where there is you got there you know where the, there's a comma make the decision and respond to live fearlessly from this moment on fearless 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 bold fearless fearless you tell Brody I said fearless over your home fearless first time here that's okay fearless 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 that's a whole it's a whole new world you're stepping into a whole new world fear less fearless 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 he's got you I said it <clears throat> a couple weeks ago we got to be okay with the timing so however long it takes don't allow fear to come in we should be done by now that's fear fearless 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 Ah, don't fear less comma decide now respond finish the story finish the race you hear me fear less You had all kinds of reasons to fear. Fear less. The fear was okay. It was just an indication. I need, to, I need to get to God. Get to God. I'm talking about what your family went through. With Garrett. Okay? So don't, don't let condemnation come. Because there was so much fear. I, I, I remember. I remember. All that is is it, it's an indicator that you're wired that way but what if it comes back around fearless what about my babies fearless fearless faith you're stronger than you think you are fearless 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 second week fearless 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 Fearless. 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 Thank you. I receive that. Fearless. 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 You good, homie. Fearless. 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 
fearless. Fearless. Fearless. Fearless. Fearless. Fearless. Fearless. You are fearless, Mr. President. Those of you that are not looking back here, you're thinking I'm referring to ours. No, I'm referring to this gentleman back here that we call the President. Just had to clarify. Fearless. Fearless. You've already, you've already, you've already decided that. You've already, you've already done all that. Continue. Fearless. 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 Fearless, true at talent. Fearless. Fearless. Did I come back here? Bless God, I'm fearless. Dude, dude, I'm done. Adam, come pray. That's it. There's no altar call. You got the altar call right there. Fearless. Fearless. You should walk out of here like you just drank five Red Bulls. Fearless. 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 Stay with me this morning. God, I will cast my cares, my worries, my anxiousness, my stress, my depression, my addiction upon you. God, I pray this morning. Sorry, say amen. <laughs> Let me put the blessing on you this afternoon. Bless your week. Father, we love you. What an amazing message. Father, seal it in our hearts so that we're never the same in Jesus' name. Father, bless us this week. Use us. We're your vessels. The world is hurting. Let us be light. Father, let us be the salt of the world, of this community, in our workplaces, in our homes. Father, I pray that you use us, that you use this message and that it doesn't leave us. I pray that our hearts, Father, receives this message, Lord, that the soil was good, and Father, that, that it will grow and that it will flourish. And Lord, we thank you so much for loving us. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for salvation. Father, I pray that you bless and protect all of my friends and all of my family that are in here today, Father, that you bless our week. And Lord, we love you. And we praise you and we give you all the glory and honor. And God's people said, y'all have a great week. Love you guys. Well, thanks again for tuning in. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. For more content from Release City or just to stay connected with us, be sure to check us out on all of our social media platforms at Release City Church or through our website at releasecitychurch.org. We love you, and until next time, the best is yet to come.